that was praise god and you know it's so it's so amazing that we're talking about uh spiritual intelligence today and you know tomorrow let me let me let me wait somebody appetite of course it's gonna be I think I'm going to I'm going to retain the service for the rest of the week. Uh, no problem. I'm going to be dealing with the spirit of excellence. Whoa! Hallelujah! I mean, you know, you know, God has so much set apart for you, lay aside for you this week to equip you effectively for what is ahead of you in the second half of 2021. And interesting, tomorrow is the last day. It's the last day of of june which yes, marks the end of one half and i see somebody leaping into the next level by god and one of the major things that you need for your equipment is you know developing skills in spiritual intelligence mm. now spirituality is a possibility but spirituality mm. does not just happen there are things that must be on land and the things that must be learned there are skills you must acquire for you to be spiritually intelligent uh you know uh thank god for the scriptures pastor jimmy shared quite a number of scriptures so there are a few things i've written down that we're going to be looking at today along the line of spiritual intelligence you know the first thing that came to me as i was getting ready for this for this uh this this program is is based on john chapter one Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he says all things were created by him and there was not a single thing that was created without the word nothing was made outside the world now if you are going to make it in the second half of 2021 you will have to put the word of god first now in terms of priority coming when i talk about spiritual intelligence the word has its first place. Your attention and affection for the word. Remember, I said two things attention and affection. Your attention and affection for the words are critical in this season. Matthew 4 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So you must be deliberate and intentional where the consumption of the word of God is concerned in this season. You must pay attention to the rhema flowing forth through your man of God in your local church. You, beyond what you hear on midweek service and Sunday service, you must have time for the word. Spend time in the scriptures, spend time listening to messages on different subjects that will cause you to experience the fullness of God. John chapter 6 verse 3, the word which I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. In other words, it's words are spiritual in nature and it's words are full of his life. The Zoe, the God kind of life that you have potential for will only be realized when the word is prioritized you must ingest the word you must meditate on the word god told joshua the only way you'll be able to do your job and get these people to the promised land is by meditating on this word day and night and interesting enough he was not even talking about the word of his grace but rather he was talking about the word given under the law yes sir he said even the word under the law when you apply your heart to it he said it will deliver your prophecy your promise unto you Praise God. you must be 
attentively. Now, that, that's the starting point of spiritual intelligence. Paying attention to the word and developing affection for the word. Mm. Paying attention to the word and developing affection to the word. You know, David, we say things like, you know, I love your word. I love it. It's like honey on my lips. I love, you know, you know, somebody said, but, but it, I don't feel like that when it comes to the word of God. Where I'm concerned is because you've not been spending enough time. Or when you get to know God and his word. And yet, there's no way to get to know God without his word. If at any times you try to get to know God and the word is not your guide, you miss it. Mm. There are a lot of errors in Christianity today because people try to achieve spirituality outside the world. Mm. Mm. God is defined by his word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. So the word is always with God. God. So if you want to get to God, you have to go through his word. Mm. His word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. The entrance of his word gives light and understanding to the simple. I speak over everyone listening to us right now. Receive understanding. In the next month, you will have amazing understanding. You will comprehend business. You will comprehend different aspects of life. You will know what to do. That thing that has been an issue in your life until now will be resolved by the revelation of the word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Your affection and attention where the word of God is, is concerned is critical hmm. so the first thing is the word must be given its place the word must be given its place very very important secondly your mind must be renewed and reprogrammed to reflect the potential of the rebirth spirit that is one with jesus hmm. there's such a thing as the renewer and the reprogramming of the mind to reflect that oneness that you have with God in your spirit. You know, man is the spirit, he has a soul and lives in the body. By the way, if you don't know that, I mean, <laughs> that's a major thing where spiritual intelligence is concerned. Oh, I'm a soul. You don't get it. You're not a soul. You have one soul. You have a soul. You are a spirit. And if you're a born again Christian, your spirit is one with Jesus. According to first chapter six, verse seventy, not two spirit, one spirit. Mm. In other words, there's an infusion between your spirit and Jesus' spirit, and they have become one. Hallelujah. They have become one. One spirit. Hallelujah. Now, think about it. How can I be one spirit with Jesus and not reflect it, walk in it, manifest it? It's because a lot of times the mind, the soul has not been programmed enough to allow the force of the spirit to be released mm. that's why Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says do not be conformed to this world but be you be you transformed out by the renewal of your mind they say there's an intentionality in that you renew your mind by the word so that the, the full capacity that lies in your spirit can be seen out so that what is within will reflect without. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The mind must be renewed. Your, your spirit was created instantly, but the mind must be renewed continually. Mm. There's a continual renewal of the mind by the word. To let out your potential, to manifest your covenant, to deliver the, the identity 
that you have in Christ Jesus. So there's a remain of mind. So talking about spiritual intelligence, a big part of it has to do with your mind being conditioned. You know, a lot of times the problem is not with people's spirit, especially for some believers. The pro- rather, the problem is in their mind. Hmm. You know, the Bible makes us to really realize in Colossians chapter 2 that you are, I mean, chapter 3, that you are already one with Jesus, you are seated with Him, you know, yes. in heavenly places far above presiding your power. But the question is, is your mind there? Mm. Your spirit is there. But mm. does, is there a synchronization between what, where your spirit is and how your mind is? So there's a phrase I use. I say, take your mind where your spirit is already located. Your spirit Praise is God. there, but take your mind there. Yes, sir. Your mind yes, sir. there. How do you take your mind there? You put your mind on the world, on the logos, until the logos impacts your mind to agree with your spirit. Because everything that was done for you in Christ Jesus, everything that was established on the cross, will mean nothing until the mind is in alignment with the spirit. And that's what the know of mind is concerned. Do not be conformed, but be transformed. If you are not transformed, is is you are deformed and conformed. Hmm. You know, Romans chapter eight verse four talks about you know to be carnally minded is death, and to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So that's intentionality. When you put your mind on things that are not spiritual. So he said, what is not spiritual? What is not consistent with the word of God? Because the word of God is actually the yardstick for spirituality in God. Hmm. Anything contrary to the word is not spiritual. It's carnality. And the Bible says, when you build around carnality, when you know you can be born again in your spirit and your mind is all over the place, outside the word. And guess what? You attract that. You are not supposed to attracted because you are in christ jesus but because you have not allowed your mind to agree with your spirit the new state of your spirit guess what you still end up attracting death so the depth in your spirit will not matter until your mind is conditioned appropriately there's a conditioning of the mind that allows a new creation to manifest the fullness of its capacity supernatural direction is a way of life you know romans chapter 8 verse 14 says for as many as that are led by the spirit they are the source of god we are led our lives are you know in fact we are spirit filled we are spiritful we are spirit led praise god moved within you not just to sit and get involved in your life once in a while it's meant to lead your life I tell people, I said, if you take all the classes in leadership without the, and the class of the ministry of the Holy Spirit is not part of it, then you have missed a major part of leadership. Hmm. Because yes, true leadership is by the Spirit. Yes, sir. It's the Spirit that leads you. It's the Spirit that guides you. Yes, sir. There's a leading of the Spirit. That's, that's the difference between us and the Old Testament says there were times in the Old Testament that they had to throw fleece and God allows it. But in the New Testament, we don't have to throw any fleece. We just yes, need sir. to condition us, our, ourselves in such a way that we can download signals and instructions from heaven. So it's key. A major part of your spiritual intelligence is knowing how to be led by God. Hmm. How to stay aligned, stay in tune, stay spirit-filled 
Now, being filled once is not enough. Oh, wife, I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I spoke in tongues. Beyond speaking in tongues, there is a constant refilling by the Spirit yeah. that keeps yeah. you in tune. So it's very, very important. Supernatural direction is a way of life where new creations are concerned. Then the next thing I want to share with you is from Romans, it's from Mark chapter 9, verse 28 and 29. They brought the boy to Jesus and, you know, I mean, to Jesus' disciple to minister to, but unfortunately, his condition was not healed. So the father went to Jesus in frustration. I said, you know, I brought this boy to your disciple and they couldn't help him. And, you know, Jesus took, took over the case, prayed over the boy, and instantly the boy was healed. So disciples were puzzled. How is it that you were able to get it done and we couldn't get the job done? And Jesus says, this kind only come by fasting and prayer. In other words, there's an intensity that is achieved through fasting and prayer. Remember, it's not just fasting. It's not just staying away from food. In fact, you are staying away from food so that you can have time for God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This week. Now, there will be times that God will lead you into fasting and prayer and let him lead you because for him to lead you that means there are certain levels he's preparing you for and he wants you to be aligned to get the distractions out of the way so that you can connect like you should and effectively you know download what you need to you know to function yes sir in the supernatural so a supernatural life a major part of supernatural living involves fasting and prayer fasting and prayer there's an intensity that we achieve in the place of fasting and prayer that helps our spirituality that helps us to hear god clearer and better and faster hmm. yes sir yes sir if you yes, want to know god's mind on any purpose just set time apart in fasting and prayer and before you know it, it will be clear. Mm -hmm. so talking about spiritual intelligence, there must be an investment in fasting and prayer, like we're doing this week. We're not just starving ourselves. We're communing with God. We're downloading signals with intentionality. Okay. I love the next one. It says you have a responsibility to put your flesh under so that your spirit can dominate in your day-to-day -day living. That is very, very important. In 1 Corinthians 9, verse 27, Paul said, I put my flesh under. I put my body under. The, the, the flesh speaks of that, that propensity that is in every man to do things that are not consistent with the word of God, with the instruction of God. Mm. Flesh there does not speak of physical flesh, but it speaks yes. of the propensity. And everybody has it, including a believer. Of course, yes. a believer has a help in the Holy Ghost. Yes, to overcome that desire they hodge not to do the right thing. Mm. But the mere fact that you're a believer does not stop your flesh from existing. The flesh is still there. And that's why you have to intentionally feed the spirit so that your spirit will be strong enough to put your flesh under. Mm. Because it's while your flesh is under that you'll be able to manifest the fullness of the life of God. So it's very, very, very important. I keep my flesh under, I keep my body under so that I will not be disapproved. Mm. Wow, I'm loving this. Words are spiritual in nature. Yes, sir. Your words are spiritual in nature. 
your words travel faster than you. You know, I love what that centurion said when he came to Jesus. He said, I'm not worthy to come under your roof. Just speak a word and my servant will be healed. Hmm. That man understood the spiritual nature of words. Now, yeah. words are so spiritual that they don't have to be physically present to get the job done. Because right. in the form of the spirit, time collapses. Hmm. And that's where words operate. No wonder the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. So use your yeah. words to your advantage. Use your words to convey God's idea. When you discover God's mind, then you know package it in your own words and release it out. Yes, sir. The declaration or the confession of God's word is key. Where your manifestations are concerned, that's how things work in the realm of the spirit. The law of faith is about you know believing your heart and speaking with your mouth. So the speaking is a major part of the law of faith. The Bible says, we have in the same spirit of faith as it is written, I believed, therefore have I spoken. Yes. So the believing and the speaking are quite essential. Yes, sir. Yes, the Bible sir. says, the man's belly shall be satisfied with his what? With the fruit of his lips. Hmm. In other words, your, your, what you see in manifestation is, is determined by what you're saying. So make sure you know God's mind because God's mind is safe. Yeah. And as you declare God's mind in your own words, nothing can stop it. Praise God. says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return unto me void. That word has an assignment. Hallelujah. Nothing needs to tell it. He knows what to do. Just release it. When you locate the word of God concerning any aspect of your life, Grab it, own it, and send it out. Mm. Be intentional about the words you speak in this season. Don't speak yes, over your life. Don't speak death over your business. Mm. Don't speak death over your family. Yeah. If the temptation comes, you are tempted to speak otherwise. Hold your mouth mm. until you are ready to speak in line with God's instruction. Hallelujah. Wow. You know, Mark 11, 23, 24. Now that took place shortly after Jesus had just spoken to the tree. You know, Jesus spoke to the tree, he spoke to the sea, and he said, if you speak to the mountain. Praise so God. We're, supposed to be, we're in a world that is run by words. Word. In a world of words. We speak to things. A lot of you are allowing things to speak to you. Your bank account is speaking to you. Your body is speaking to you. Your body is saying to you, you are you are sick, your bank account is telling you you are broke and maybe you have nasty friends that are always saying, forget it, you can't do it hmm. when you ought to be directing the speaking you are allowing situations and circumstances around you to speak to you, you speak to it Jesus hmm. saw the fig tree he expected to find the first, first, first fruit there it was not the full season of bearing fruit, but there's there some kind of fruitfulness that is supposed to have at that point. And yeah. that did not have it. And Jesus said, you will not have the last word. I speak mm. to you. So learn to speak to situations. If there's an ugly situation around you like that picture, speak to it and read yes, that with his house. Yes, sir. We mm. rule and reign through our words. There's mm. no such thing as a strong faith and weak words. Mm. Mm. Wow. Strong words will lead you to strong faith, and strong faith will give you strong results. 
because it takes strong faith to draw great grace. Hmm. And strong faith is a function of strong words. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You put those words in your lips and release into the atmosphere. Faith is released and grace is attracted. Hallelujah. Grace is attracted when faith is released. It's released. Wow. If you say nothing, you get nothing. You have what you say. So you can use your words to control your environment. Yeah. Then let me talk about, I mean, angels. I call them the covenant enforcing agents, CEA. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14 says, Are they not ministry spirits comfort to minister to the heirs of salvation? They are built, wired, and designed for your ministration. Take advantage of them. Use them. Let them serve you. Well, according to, I believe, Psalm 103, verse 20, it says, They do his word, they carry out his pleasure. So when you are with the word, you will see them in manifestation. Mm. Because the assignment is to assist the word spoken, confessing the word. So angels are activated when you are doing the word. When you are mm. carrying out the will of God, you are doing his pleasure. You there's a mobilization of angels. I declare you are moving into a half of great mobilization. Amen. Angels helping your business, helping your career, helping your Amen. family, helping you in Amen. every aspect of life. The Bible says Amen. Jesus was hungry after he has fasted for 40 days. The Bible says the angel of the Lord came to him and ministered to him. They fed him, angels fed him, and he became mm. strong. Mm. Yeah. yeah, angels sandwich and right there, Jesus witness <laughs> and became so strong. Praise God. Angels of God, they are very much involved in our affairs, but they mm. must be activated through the words you are speaking because angels they only respond to faith not fear yes sir fear is you opposing the word of god if god says this is the way it is fear is you seeing differently and mm. elevating what you see over what the word declares mm. if you will run with the word if you roll with the word you realize that fear has nothing to do and the words you speak you will see them in manifestation because he's being governed by spiritual laws. If you say you will amount to nothing, you will amount to nothing. If you say riches and wealth are coming to you, they will bring it to you. The kings will be yes, special, they will line up in front, or in front of your house and they will, they will deliver your goods. Yes, your words are important. For years I've said this money comes to me, and money yeah. is always coming to me. Yes, sir. Money comes to me, opportunities come to me, doors open for me. I'm blessed beyond my paycheck. I'm not yes, defined by what any man pays me. Yes. God is my source. Hey! God Hallelujah. is my source. God, God is my source. I oh, have a great source in God. Yes. This is sweet. Hmm. This is sweet. Psalm 103 and verse 20. Psalm 103 and the 28 verse. This is so powerful. Psalm 103, verse 20. Uh, let me. He said, Bless the Lord, ye his angels, who excel in strength, who do. They carry out what? His word. Word. So, now, working with the word, you will see the angels doing. Mm. And they heed the voice of the word. Of word. That's a little bit technical. 
there's the word they do the word for him but you now say it you know that what they pay attention they mm. act on what the voice or another was there's such a thing as you giving voice to the word mm. Mm. you put the logo and you voice it out there's God. The voicing of the word that angels are waiting for to deliver the assignment when you voice the word they go into motion they are mobilized they are mobilized so make sure you speak words that will mobilize your angels. If mm -hmm. words can mobilize your angels, words can ground your angels. There have been mm -hmm. people that they died and their angels watched them die. Why? Because they had paralyzed their angels with their words. Mm -hmm. Or you can give voice to the word of God concerning protection, preservation, health, and the different aspects of your life that angels can literally go into motion and bring it to pass. They hear the voice of his word. So you must give voice to the word. Then they follow after. Now let me talk about this. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Uh, First Corinthians, I believe chapter 12 or thereabout. I mean if chapter 14. It says either praise in an unknown tongue does not speak to man. But to God, albeit in the spirit, it speaks mysteries. What, what are mysteries? Mysteries are deep secrets. Mm. They are deep secrets that is beyond the pay grade of your mind. Mm. When you switch from understanding to the spirit, that prayer language, make it a shorter back, you begin to alter those deep secrets, the depths of God's secrets. Mm. And there's a, so there's a confession of the Logos word that you know, but there's an altering. Hmm. of depth of God that your mind does not know. So when you combine both together, you are speaking the word of God that is revealed and you are speaking the depth of God hmm. in a no language. Yeah. It's coded, so coded that the enemy has no idea of what is going on. <laughs> hmm. So coded right. that the enemy cannot even stop it until hmm. he sees the manifestation the divine. Hallelujah. And the last thing I want to share with you tonight is what I call, you know, staying protected in his love. You know, the Bible has a lot to say concerning the love of God. It says, uh, he first loved us. That's first John chapter 4, verse 19. First John chapter 4, verse 16 says, We have known and believed the love that oh. God has for us. Verse 18 says, There's no fear in love, but perfect love cast out all, all, all fears. 1 John 3 1. Behold, what manner of love has the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God? You know, God's word is so evil. As powerful, as great as the word of God is, it cannot benefit you if you, can, if you can't receive it. A lot of people are trying to manifest God's love when they have not majored in receiving God's love. So yeah. your response to God's word must be from the place of receiving. I believe in believers living a lifestyle of love. But the first mm. thing believers need to do is receive love. Because the love you have not received, you cannot release. Wow. You will struggle to walk in love if you don't know love. Mm. You walk in love because you have met love. Yes. The meaning yes. of love is in the receiving of love. God loves you. Mm. Nothing will separate me from the love yes. of Christ. Yes. That's what he asked for me. Yes. Oh, and love dearly. And you know, he loves you unconditionally. He does not love you because of your performance. He loves yes. you because he loves you. Yes. It's his nature to love you. 
Hallelujah. to love you. And when you know it, when it's real to you, we have known. Then it says, I believe. Yes, sir. The knowing that translates into believing. Believe. You know, anytime yes, we say, Oh, I found this promise in the word of God and I'm standing on it. What you are really standing on is love. Hmm. That word is an expression of God's love. Hallelujah. Is literally God, you know, expressing his love towards us. Mm. Mm. Yes, sir. So the scriptures, the promises, the covenants are all expression of God's love. Hallelujah. I've known and believed the love of God. You know, the cross of Calvary is the greatest demonstration of love yes. in the universe. Greater love has no man than this than for a man to lay down his life for his friends. His life was laid down for us. He became one with our sin, with our sickness, with our lack. To move us out of sin, to move us out of lack, to move us out of sickness. Mm. Now that we know love, then you go and walk in love. You know, you can love, you can only love your neighbor based on the revelation of God's love you have received. If yes, love is not your reality, love cannot be your service. Mm. Mm. The love you serve is the love you have met. There's a knowing of love that must always precede the giving of love. Mm. I know love. Love is in me. Love has brought me into a kingdom. Love has made me son. And that's why I do love. You know, when it comes to loving people, it's not an it's not a suggestion, it's an it's an instruction. Yes, sir. We are commanded to believe in the name of Jesus and to love one another. And mm. we can do it because we have that nature that loves. Hallelujah. We love God. And as we love by God, based on the love we have received from God, we declare hope does not make a shame. Yes. Because the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart, has become a reality through us. Yes, sir. I have the reality of God's love. Every child of God who has the Holy Ghost in him has potential for that reality. And it takes Hallelujah. that reality to be protected. Wow. And in the love of me, of body, I am protected by love. I'm kept by love. I'm guided by yes. love. And by love, I prevail. You know, first Corinthians chapter 13 verse 8 says, Love never fails. Fails. Love yes, never sir. Fails. Also, Jimmy. Wow. Jimmy, let me let you talk. My notes, my notes are full. And but my what I would say is that what you have shared again is what is meant to be utilized in this next half. That's right. And what I what I learned is that it's not new things that necessarily change lives, it's true things. This is truth. The word is truth. You said the first thing is to put the word of God first. And my question to anybody here is what is your word plan for the rest of the year? Because many times we just along the way or in crisis, what is your word plan? It says your mind has to be renewed and reprogrammed to reflect the potential of reborn spirits. How do you condition your mind? You put your mind on the logos, listen to messages, go to church. Let's not look for you in between now and the end of the year. Go to church, listen to the word, participate in small groups, discussions. I love those meetings. I remember those days. Pastor Doctor um, or everybody will put us in Oba. We would meet together at TFC and we'll have conversations. Those were the foundations of what we are doing today. You spoke about supernatural direction as a way of life. 
some people only ask for direction from God in crisis. But what you are saying is that throughout, from July to December, it is the way that we live and move and have our being. Hallelujah. You said to invest in prayer and fasting. You know, at a minimum, at the ministry, every beginning of the month, you lead us in a time of prayer and fasting. And some people are trying to escape that. You don't escape power. You don't escape empowerment. These things are critical. You said to also to put our flesh under with the help of the Holy Ghost that is in us by setting our mind on the things of the Spirit. You spoke about the power of words. I wrote this. I love it. You said your words travel faster than you. Ah, I'm going to send some words. Amen. Tonight. Again. Hallelujah. You know, you said in the school of the Spirit, time collapses. All right. On that where the words are concerned. Use your words to your advantage. We are in a world of words. Grace is abstracted when faith is released. Use your words to control your environment. Then, of course, you spoke about the CEA, not CIA, Covenant Enforcement Agents, our angels. Hallelujah. You spoke about that. And everybody here, where we have angels available to deploy, deploy daily over our family, deploy over our business, deploy in ministry, deploy over our churches. Let's deploy them. They are waiting and they're hearkening to the voice of his word hallelujah we spoke also about praying in the spirit i learned that in king's word about praying on the go praying having intense moments but making it a lifestyle and lastly you said staying protected in his love i and when you said that i saw a bubble i saw a bubble and you know you, you spoke about it that love protects that as we receive the love of god we are able to enjoy the things available to us but also we're able to demonstrate the love of god to others i see better marriages in this next half as we are receiving the love of god i see greater dimensions of results as we receive god's word sir what we have shared tonight for me i call them arsenals for the next half and i encourage everybody listening to utilize them don't just hear but use them in your lives hallelujah wow that is so great that is so great wow 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 Let, let's go into communion uh yesterday um, some of you could not give because I did not talk about it. Of course, the giving platforms were put in place. We're going to have communion right now and we're going to give. Remember, communion time is about Jesus. God dealt with me, God dealt along that, and God spoke to me along that line a few, maybe, was it last year or two years ago? He said, A lot of times people make it about their needs. It's not about your needs, it's about Jesus. You, you, he said, do this in remembrance of me. He did not say do this to fix your needs. Mm, but just God. that there's no way you remember Jesus, that Jesus will not fix your need. Yeah, yeah. But first of all, let's focus on Jesus. Because some mm. people, the only time they think communion is when they run into trouble. Yes, sir. Communion is not for trouble fixing primarily. Mm. But, but rather is for Jesus' focus. Hmm refocusing on jesus that's what communion time is all about if your mind is beginning to drift away you bring your mind back to jesus yes, sir. and yes, what sir. he did for you on the cross of calvary Hallelujah. and in the process of doing that you realize that provision was made for your health provision was Hallelujah. made for your finances provision was made for your household in that sacrifice but firstly is about jesus so today we remember jesus and you know Second Peter one two says, "Grace and peace be multiplied through the knowledge of G of of G of of, of Jesus." God. Yes, there's a knowledge of Jesus. There's a consciousness of Jesus that mm. multiplies grace, Praise and that's the only time you break bread. 
you see results because mm. breaking of bread results in multiplication of grace and peace hallelujah so i declare grace and peace multiplied right now amen. as it is remembered amen. in the breaking of bread and in this communion in jesus amen. name Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Uh, let's give. That's what we're going to be doing every day. We're going to give. Can we give? Yeah. Yes, sir. Just give. Give from your heart. Give because you love God. Give because you are aware of what he has done for you in Christ Jesus. And as you give, I see doors opening for you on the whole new level. I see your second half being the better half. Amen. Both of you have gotten great results in the first half. The results God will give you in the second half. We so much overwhelm everything that looked great in the first half. It will be a mind-blowing season of great results in Amen. the name of Jesus. As you give bountifully, I see bountiful harvest, great harvest Amen. in life. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wow. Praise God. I think, sir, the, the one thing you have said also now, which is a great arsenal of spiritual intelligence, is giving. Wow. It's giving. It's giving. I believe that. Um, and, and, you know, I'll share a testimony. Um, you know, um, with, there's a, I, I, at the beginning of this quarter, this quarter we're ending, I said to God that I wanted to sow a particular seed into a local assembly, and a project that is there. And I trusted God, started the first one. Usually the first seed is not usually big, but you have to learn to do it. And by the grace of God, we finished the seed. You know the shocking thing? The week that I finished the seed, somebody called me and said, God told her to give me an amount that was equal to all the seeds together. So not only did I get my seed back, I'm expecting a great harvest. And it was a large amount of money. So just to encourage people to say that we are not going to be separated from giving. It is spiritual intelligence to give. Wow. It is spiritual God, you, 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 you brought it up. I don't know how I missed it. Maybe, maybe because we were talking about generosity yesterday. Yes, but sir. Yes, it's sir. part of the spiritual intelligence syllabus. Giving. Yes, sir. Yes. I've seen Christians that, you know, they love God, they are passionate, but their giving life is very, very poor. Hmm. Somebody is listening to me. It has never crossed your mind to give to your pastor. Mm. Uh, you are, you are, uh, this is not to abuse you. Yes, you sir. Yes, sir. You don't even have to be led. It's the right mm. thing. Mm. So he said, oh, you are trying to enrich pastors. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Even yes. for the pastor, if the pastor depends on your own seed, the pastor himself will not prosper. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. everybody depends on his giving, not mm. somebody else giving. Somebody, yes. you don't depend on someone else giving into your life. You depend on your own giving. You mm. control the outcome of your life. You are harvest by your giving. Yes. Your giving gives you the right to harvest. Mm. Your giving gives you the control to financial doors. So, people that are spiritually intelligent, they prioritize giving. In a way of life. I've been in meetings before that Bishop Oedepo talked about how much he gives minimally in every meeting. Mm. 
communities where Apostle Casey Price of Blessed Memory taught us on this was a well, well over 10 years ago at Crepo Dollars Ministry, Minister's Conference. And he said, This is the minimum amount he gives in any meeting, and he has been doing it for years. Hmm. No wonder you are blessed. Hmm. Praise God. If you don't master giving, you will not be able to walk into some levels of harvest. Yes, sir. Some people must they have mastered effort. But smart people, they master giving. Because what you get in giving can never be matched by any level of effort. Yes, sir. Hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think that was very needed as the last thing to say before we, we wrap this up today. And I'm excited about the spirit of excellence tomorrow. That's very critical. Very excited about that. Sir. So as we're going into the second half of the year, make giving a lifestyle. Hmm. And you'll be amazed. Yes, sir. Where God will bring you into. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, sir. I've had an amazing time. I have my notes. I'm still going to feast, feast on them. And I look forward to the scriptures from tomorrow. I want to encourage those that are online. Get into the word. If you've not been faithful, don't let Satan cheat you. Don't let him accuse you and say you have not been. Mm -mm, just start fasting from tonight. Amen get into the word get into prayer and i'm sure that you're going to see the salvation of god like never before 